0: All right, Psalms 120 says, get saved. The first thing you do in your descending toward God is you must be saved. As long as you're unsaved, you're living in the kingdom of darkness. And everything that you sow, you will reap. I'm not going to read the whole psalm because we did this one last time. But the kingdom of darkness is the land of whatever you do is going to happen to you. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But when you come over into God's kingdom, you get saved and you come into his kingdom. The blood washes our sins away. And we don't have to reap what we sow. We get to walk in the blessings of God because of his blood. Number two, Psalms 121. Get a prayer life. Psalms 121 talks about when you have a relationship with God... You, all of the blessings that come on you, financial blessings, healing blessings, relationship blessings, protection, all come on you if you have a relationship with God. And your relationship with God is your prayer life. It's your prayer life. I'm just always amazed at how many people just go to church and think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to be right with God. It don't work like that. It's your relationship, it's your prayer life. It's the first thing we do. All right, number three, go to church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to... Find the church that you are a functioning body of. The New Testament says that we're all a part of a body. We're an arm or a leg or a foot or a mouth or a heart or a liver. But we're a part that that body must have to function. And so if you are not in the church that the Holy Spirit has led you to, that body is not functioning properly. So we must get into a church to grow closer to God. And all of you have heard people say, well, I don't have to go to church to be a saint. Well, Jesus didn't say that. (laughs) Other people say it all the time. But Jesus said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. And it said, Jesus, when he was here on earth, he was always, every Sabbath, they went on the Sabbath, Saturday, he was in the house of God. And he knew his preacher was going to kill him. He knew his preacher, the Pharisees, were going to kill him. But it did not stop him from going to church and worshiping God because the Father told him to. And so I promise you, Jordan, I won't kill you if you come to church here. But you may not always like everything that we say and do, you know, but it makes no difference because we're not the ones telling you get in church. God told you to get in church. Okay. Number four, your four. See, when when the Jews would go to the house of God, there were 14 steps up to the altar and they would take one step up and they would quote Psalms 20. The next step, they would quote 121. And all the way till they got to the top where the altar was. And so every one of these psalms is a level of getting closer to God. Every step. So first, you must get saved. Second, you've got to develop a relationship, a prayer life. Third, you've got to get into a church. And fourth, all right, I'm going to read it. It's Psalms 123. Uh, To you do I lift up my eyes, O dweller in heaven. Just like the eyes of a servant looks to the hands of their master and the eyes of a maiden to the hands of her mistress. So our eyes will wait on you, Lord, until you have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us. For we are exceedingly filled with scorn, hatred from the enemy. And our soul is exceedingly filled with the contempt of those who are at ease or those who hate God. And with the scorn of the proud. So number four is learn how to serve in the house of God. Said your hands, the hand, always be looking at the hand of your master. Jesus is our master. And so we're always to be going to him and asking him what we're supposed to be doing. What are we supposed to do when we get into the house of God? We are not supposed to just come and plop ourselves down and expect somebody to feed us all the time. We are supposed to serve. In fact, when the disciples came to Jesus and they said, increase our faith, you know what he told them to do? He said, it's like when a, a, a landowner has servants and he sends his servants out in the field. They go out in the field and they work all day long. And when they come in, do they sit down and expect the master to cook their meal and feed them? No. They cook the master's meal and feed and feed him. Serving... Is how you increase your faith. Serving is how you increase your faith. One of the ways you increase your faith. So if you just come and plop down every Sunday and expect everybody to do everything for you, your faith is never going to grow. Where'd Mike go? Where'd Mike go? He was standing over here a few minutes ago. Mike, where'd you go? One second. <laughs> Siri's talking to me, dear. <laughs> He's inside. Okay. Mike has not been in the church very long. In fact, he just started coming since we... Shut up. Shut up, Siri. There you go. Okay. Uh, uh, and um, he's already taken a job in the church. Those of you that come to the 9 o'clock service, he does this parking lot. Taking attendance, greeting all the new people. And he doesn't know it yet, but he'll soon be checking up on all the absentees. We ain't got that far in the job description. <laughs> but he's, I saw him out here tonight passing out water. Already serving. And he's a new Christian in the house of God. He just blesses me every time I see him going by and doing something. See, that's what we have to do. We've got to get in and we've got to serve. Now, let me read you a few scriptures about that. When you learn how to serve in the house of God... it. Not only does it increase your faith, but that's what brings our heavenly rewards. Did you know that? We're not going to uh, going to heaven is the reward we get for being saved. But everybody's not going to get the same rewards when they get to heaven. In fact, it says in Matthew 5 that if you believe a commandment wrong and teach it wrong, you will still go to heaven, but you'll be called least in the kingdom of heaven. That's what will happen if you don't study the Word and you teach it wrong. See? So there are different levels of rewards in heaven. You know, the one that was faithful with the ten servants says he'll be given ten cities. You know. And so your rewards that you're going to get in heaven are listed. You know, you get a, 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 a crown for every soul you win. You get a crown, a level of life for every time you say no to sin. Every time you resist temptation... There are so many rewards we can get every single day by knowing the Word of God and doing the Word of God. And so, all right, let me read just a few of these right here on serving. Jesus said, it shall not be with you like with other people, for if you want to be great, you must be a servant. See, that's not the way the world treats greatness, is it? Greatness is paparazzi following you around and, everybody doing everything for you you know but not in God's kingdom in God's kingdom greatness is you serving people a serving people uh let me go to the next one Jesus said unto the, to the devil you shall worship your the lord your God and him only shall you serve but see then when Jesus told the parable about When you visited me when I was in prison and you clothed me when I was naked and they said, when did we do that to you, Jesus? And he said, if you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. When we serve other people, especially the body of Christ, it's just like doing it to Jesus. It's just like serving Jesus. Uh, I, exer- I exhort you, brothers, uh, to know the house of Stephanus, that he is the first fruits of Arcadia, because they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. I think that's one of the neatest scriptures in the Bible. All addictions are not bad, <laughs> only uh, evil addictions. You can addict yourself to going to church. You can be addicted to prayer. You can be addicted to studying the Word. You can addict yourself to serving the body of Christ. Okay? Each one of you has received a gift. Therefore, minister your gift as a good steward. Of the manifold grace of God. See, every single person, when they were born, they were given a gift. Some have two or three gifts. Some have more. But it doesn't matter how many you have. Because if you're faithful with the gifts you have, you get more. That's what Jesus taught. Being faithful with the gifts you have. So if all you have is a gift of serving, you just like to help other people. If you'll be faithful with that, then God will give you the gift of giving. And then you'll love giving. Or he'll give you the gift of preaching or the gift of... um, Laying hands on the sick, the gift of miracles, the gift of healings, the gift of faith. There are so many gifts that the Holy Spirit gives, but you've got to be faithful with the one that God gave you. And the way you know how what that gift is, it's what you love to do. Joy and gift are the same word in Greek. So what brings you the greatest joy is what your gift is. I I got the biggest blessing the other night. I was in there with the iGens. We were going around, all of them were telling what they feel like their gifts are. And Leighton Allen just blew me out of the water. He said, I just love to love on people. I, I, that just, I'd never heard anybody put the pastoring gift in those terms. That's the gift of exhorting, loving people, nurturing, bringing up she, sheep. He said, I just love to love on people. And I just thought that was so cool. He knew what his gift was. And our, our gens have are really growing because Leighton, loves on people he's operating in his gift okay acts 26 and 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 uh he's talking uh is talking to paul he said arise and stand on your feet for i have appeared to you for this purpose no jesus is talking to saul i have appeared to you for this purpose to make you a minister and a witness of what you have seen and what will appear to you all of us were saved to witness for jesus what he did in our life. A lady came to me in the church a while back, and she was really upset because uh, back in those days, they were over the Celebrate Recovery, and this real rich high society lady had come to uh, Celebrate Recovery, and she said to her, she said, What are your credentials? And and so the one that was over came to me just all upset and said, I didn't know what to say. And I said, Well, you tell her. I used to be a drug addict, and I'm free. What more of a... uh?" Credential? Do you need? What more credential do you need than I used to be hooked on drugs and I'm free. That's why she was coming to be free. See, you can only give people what you've been given. By the way, let me stop right here. Anybody out here that been healed with cancer from cancer? Okay, I want y'all to walk over there to Brother Willis's car, and I want you to lay because whatever you've been healed from, you're anointed. To, to lay hands on other people. So if y'all would you go over there and lay your hands on Brother Willis. Praise God. We're going to do that every service. To just join our faith with his faith. I'm not sure what car he's in. But Dwayne knows everything. Anytime I want to know something. I go to Dwayne. <laughs> okay. All right. Paul's talking. He said. But none of these things move me. Neither do I count my life dear to me so that I can finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received from the Lord Jesus Christ. So all of us have received, oh, Dorothy, I'm so glad you're going. Did y'all know, a lot of y'all don't know it, but Dorothy Green was healed from cancer over 40 years ago, 40 years ago. They sent her home to die of lung cancer. Wasn't it Dorothy lung cancer? And at here. She's been cancer free 40 years. <laughs> we walk with some giants, people. We walk with some spiritual giants. Okay. All right. And, and say to uh, Archippus, take heed to the ministry which you have received from the Lord and fulfill it fulfill your ministry those that are going over there to pray for the sick they've been healed from cancer they're anointed to lay hands on and transfer the power of god that came into them and healed them they're anointed to transfer that power and to whatever ministry god gave you you've got to fulfill it you've got to be faithful and fulfill it all right let me give you another one um I thank Jesus Christ, my Lord, who strengthened me because he counted me faithful and put me into the ministry. So there are requirements to operate in your ministry. You must be faithful. You must be faithful to God first. And then you got to be faithful to his word. We had this guy a long time ago that came and preached at our church one time. And he told some of the most fantastic stories that he said were in the Bible. I turned on I walked away and said, what Bible is he reading? <laughs> it was such a shock, you know. Don't preach the word if you don't know the word. If you're not reading it, studying it, don't preach it. You sit under somebody until you know the word of God so you can preach the word of God. Okay, 1 Timothy 1. But you watch all things, endure all infla- all afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist and c- fulfill your ministry. Now, everybody don't have the gift of evangelism. Lance has got that gift powerfully. He, uh, You're not going to talk to Lance very long if you're not saved without getting saved. And I'm telling you, Cricket, our son Cricket, I've never seen anybody like him. He took Jerry Dell deep sea fishing last week for Father's Day. And... Cricket witness of that poor kid on that boat all week long. By the time they got home, the boy wanted to come over and let him cook supper for him. He wanted to talk to his girlfriend. He wanted him to do marriage counseling. He wanted to get right with God. Some people just have that gift of evangelism. Fulfill it. Fulfill that gift. Whatever your gift is, fulfill it. Okay, I've got a whole bunch more there, but (coughs) I need to go on. I'm not going to have time tonight to do but mention but one more. We're not going to get through these 14 things by the end of June. We're going to pick this up in September. But the next one is Psalms 124. And it says So your next, your fourth step is to find your gift and use it. You learn to serve in the house of God so that. Your life will be full of rewards when we get into eternity. And it will always, every day you can increase your faith just by serving other people. All right, 124. Uh, except Except it had been the Lord who was for us, may Israel now say, except that it was the Lord who was for us, when men rose up against us, they would have swallowed us up alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, when the waters... Flowed over us when the streams went over our soul, the proud waters would have gone over our souls. But blessed is the Lord who has not given us as a prey to their teeth, and our soul has escaped like a bird out of a snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we have escaped, and our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. So the next step is be thankful. Be thankful. All the things that God has done for us. We should everyone be dead right now. You know that. We everyone should be dead. Just because of the sins we committed before we got saved. You know, not counting the ones we committed after we got saved. (laughs) We should all be dead. But God delivers us day after day after day. And when people, and I wished I had time. I'm not going to have time to go through all these scriptures on when we murmur and we complain, the Bible says we are destroyed by the destroyer. And it says that when we murmur and complain, it makes our spirit weak. We have a weak spirit, the devil can just rush in and take us. We have to be thankful from the moment we wake up in the morning till the moment we lay our heads down at night. Thanking God all the times He has delivered us, all the times He's going to deliver us, all the times He delivered our children, our families. Your pastor was miraculously delivered yesterday. And so we need to think. Do you realize how different all of our lives would be today if he would have died yesterday when he fell off that ladder? I, t- I told him that just always land on your head and you'll be okay. <laughs> but all of our lives would have changed. If he would have died when he fell off that ladder yesterday morning. But God. Delivered. And how many times a day does he do that and we don't even know it? How many times does he deliver us every day and and our kids? And we don't even know it. And so from the minute we get up in the morning to the minute we go to bed. We should have a thankful heart. Did you know that one of the sins listed in the sins you cannot commit and go to heaven is being unthankful? You know, there are six lists in the New Testament of sins. And it says, if you do this list of sins, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You know what's top on all six of those lists? Sexual sins. All sexual sins. If you're committing a sexual sin, you are not saved. Don't play religious games. You're lost. If you're committing a sexual sin, You are going to hell. Six times in the New Testament. It says if you are committing a sexual sin. You will not enter the kingdom of heaven. But another one of those sins that's listed is being unthankful. And people that go around mad all the time. And murmuring and complaining and griping. Instead of being thankful. The Bible says you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. If all you do is murmur and complain. And find fault and get mad and judge people. See the next step on your level of being close to God is learning to be thankful, every minute of every day, being thankful. Every minute of every day, being thankful, and it will change our life. It will make us so much closer to God than we ever thought that we could be. And and I'm not and it's not easy to change from being a critical judgmental person it's probably the hardest thing you'll ever do but nothing is too hard for God the power of the blood is stronger than any sin and so if you're not a thankful person make that your level you're working on right now to where all day long you just thank God thank God you know yesterday ever since he fell off that ladder and didn't die or get mangled uh, I've just been telling the Lord. I'd say, Lord, there's just no words. There's just no words to be thankful enough. There's just no words to be thankful enough. You know? And so, what do you do? You pray in the Holy Ghost. And you just... Yesterday, when Charlie called me, and she said, get to the church. Charlie don't pass out. So I jumped in my car and I driving 80 miles an hour, put my flasher on, praying a cop would stop me so he could escort me. But he didn't. And uh, all the way I was shouting at the devil. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than you are, devil. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than you are. You're a liar and a thief. And, you, and the blood of Jesus prevails. And so we have so much to be. Th- and then when I got here, I wanted to whip him. What his problem is, he just can't realize he's old. Y'all need to pray for him. He's got to come to the realization he's old. He cannot work like a teenager. He's got to come to that understanding or this is going to keep happening. So y'all pray for your hard-headed pastor that he will realize he's 70 years old. He should not be climbing a 12-foot ladder working over his head. (laughs) Pray for Him. Maybe you've got more faith than I do. (laughs) But there are just no words to be as thankful as our hearts feel thankful. And so I only got to cover two tonight. So think about those this week. If you're not serving in the house of God, shame on you. Find a place to serve. Find a place to serve. That's where you're going to get your rewards in heaven. You're going to be rewardless. When you get there. Everybody's going to feel sorry for you. Because you're not going to have any rewards. And your faith will never grow. Faith. Jesus said your faith increases as you serve him. So find your place to serve. If you don't have any idea where to serve. You just go to anybody in this church that's serving. And say I would like to help you. I would like to help you. Tara will take all the help that she can get. And then the second one is learn to be thankful. When you wake up, before you go to bed tonight, you ask the Lord, say, God, change me. Don't let me murmur. Don't let me complain. Don't let me judge other people. Don't let me be critical and angry. Let me be thankful. All the time, God, I'm thankful you saved me. I'm thankful every day that I get up, you physically saved me. You've already spiritually saved me. Make me a thankful person. Make me, every first thought that comes to me every day is how thankful I am. And all day long. And if you pray and believe, guess what God's going to do? You're going to receive. Bible says, if we pray and if we believe, we're going to receive. Now, the Holy Spirit keeps talking to me. If you're here and you're committing sexual sins, you need to get saved. You're not going to heaven with unrepented sexual sins. And if you don't believe me, look in your Bible. Look up adultery, fornication. uh, What's that? Uh, 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 Adultery, fornication. What's the other one? What's the other one? Bible scholars. (laughs) And, And it'll take you to those six lists in the New Testament. Where they said you cannot commit these things and enter the kingdom of heaven. So... Get saved. Go to somebody tonight and say, I want to repent. Pornography is a sexual sin. Just in case you didn't know. Homosexuality. That was the other one. Adultery. Fornication. That's uh, sleeping with somebody you're not married to. Homosexuality. And pornography is not listed as pornography. But do you know what the word witchcraft is? Pornography. It's the Greek word witchcraft. It's the English word for not. So it is listed. People just don't know it's listed. So if you are committing a sexual sin, you make it right tonight. This may be your last chance. God may be speaking to you tonight. And this may be your last chance. Get right with God. And then get on those 14 steps of growing and maturing in the Lord. Amen. I love you.